0: As
1: a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
2: Residents at Brightview senior living communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, Assisted living and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort style amenities and high quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.
3: In about 15 minutes, another keyword is going to fly your way. It's a chance at some money. Be listing at around 420 for the word and the instructions that follow. So you could possibly win that money. Uh, we got a lot to talk about this hour, but we're going to start. Uh, oh, I just want to mention the Moist line. That's right. It's coming back in three days. <clears throat> you can leave a message using the iHeartRadio app. That's a little microphone icon you use to drop a message there or call the toll-free number one eight seven seven moist 86 one 664 We're going to play a little more audio later on this hour from some of the people who called in to the L.A. City Council virtual meeting so this is actually easier, or they responded on Zoom. I don't know I which just, it was.
4: I just I just saw some video on Channel Seven, and they showed the Zoom screen with the nine heads,
3: the council members, the, the right. council members, the nine fools, and <laughs> nine. There's fifteen. Oh, that's right. Three are sidelined. Yeah,
4: and then and then it still uh, leaves three. Where are the other three? I I, I don't know. The the tenth one was um, was Mitch O'Farrell Farrell sitting by himself. In the council chambers, all alone up on the podium, right? He's the only one who came to work. Everybody else stayed home to be on Zoom, and he's sitting there by himself
3: wearing a stupid mask. And because, looked- because that's where Bonin spread it. There could be viral particles that's- in the so- house, the chambers.
4: Could be lingering in the air. Yeah, from two from what a week ago Tuesday.
3: That was the uh, week ago
4: today. Yeah, a week ago today. Right.
3: Today is Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. All uh, right. So uh, we'll play you some of the amusing audio. Uh, making news today is uh, well, it's kind of weird. We just talked about this last week, and now there's been a development. The wife of Gavin Newsom, her name is Jennifer. She's a documentary filmmaker. John's enjoyed many much of her work.
4: Oh, you know what a great Friday night is, and an actor is 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 just just watch back to back to back all the feminism films that, that uh, she's made that Jennifer Newsom has made, and it's it's all funded by PG&E. And uh, <laughs> a lot of that money was used to burn to small towns all over Northern California. Oh, nice. Yeah.
3: Well, uh, she crossed over into the Harvey Weinstein case. Uh, I don't know if anybody knew this until last week or it was common knowledge. Well, no. I. You know, she wrote
4: a piece on it a few years ago in the Huffington Post that she was a victim of something from Harvey Weinstein.
3: She's charged, right, Weinstein's charged with with actually raping her at a Beverly Hills Hotel. It's either 2004 or 2005. She's Jane Doe number four Mm. in the L.A. case against Weinstein. 11 counts of rape and sex assault. He's already serving 23 years for rape and sex assault convictions in New York.
4: That's what shielded a lot of the publicity was Jane Doe number four. So none of the, uh, no, no news media I saw identified.
3: All right, because so,
4: the policy is not to identify sexual assault victims.
3: All right, so let's give out the timeline first so you really understand the story that concerns emails. She, again, is Jane Doe number 4 in the case against Harvey Weinstein. She will testify, I figure. The year that she claims that the sex assault occurred is either 2004 or 2005. In 2006, she begins dating Gavin Newsom she marries him in 2008. Got all that? Now let's talk about the emails in question, which apparently occurred in the year 2007. The defense for Harvey Weinstein asked the judge for permission to introduce evidence of this email sent by Jennifer, and back then she was Cybel In 2007, Gavin Newsom was mayor of San Francisco And she was actually asking Harvey Weinstein for advice because it had just come out that Gavin Newsom had had an affair with his campaign manager's wife. Now, absorb that for a moment because it is a rather odd story.
4: All right. Newsom's first marriage was to uh, Kimberly Guilfoyle, Fox News uh, commentator. And and that was from uh, 2001. Uh, and they filed for divorce in 2005. So he's on the loose as of 05. Uh, uh, January of 05. And the divorce was finalized February of 06.
3: So, so some, when was he having this affair with the campaign manager's wife? Was well, that the campaign during man- the split? Or? The campaign manager's wife... The name is Ruby
4: Rippy Gibney. Oh, I remember <laughs> that. Ruby Rippy. Ruby Rippy Gibney. <laughs> and uh the affair came to light in 07 that they had uh that they had this uh this fling. Okay. Now, I, I'm looking for dates.
3: Oh, here it is. The affair Newsom had in 05 with an aide. So was that Then when did you say the marriage ended with Kimberly Guilfoyle? Uh, divorce was filed for in January of
4: 05.
3: All right, he could have been on was, the outs with her, but I think the aide had a husband.
4: Yes, well, that was his campaign manager.
3: That's right, his campaign manager he was his running, wife.
4: right. He was running for uh, re-election. So that's the,
3: there's, there's, there's at least one side of this is an affair. Right, right. so he's running for re-election
4: um, as uh, San Francisco mayor. Okay. Remember, he had just done that spread in... Uh, what was it? Vanity Fair.
3: Vanity Fair. Where right. He and and, and Kimberly Guilfoyle. Right. Like and they the did a power an, couple.
4: Yeah. The the John and Jackie Kennedy power yeah, couple. They
3: posed. Uh, yeah. I think at the Hearst property, the Hearst Mansion or something. Uh,
4: no, it was the Getty property.
3: The Getty property. It was
4: Ann yeah. Getty. Uh, oh, okay. Because the Getty family financed Newsom, turned over their living room and the two of them, he,
3: he's like sprawled out. Oh, they were the wearing ground. like this really dapper outfits, and oh yeah, no, complete, they were the power couple. They were the future Kennedys. You're right, completely full of themselves. <laughs> <laughs> he,
4: he, so anyway, uh, uh, Gilfoyle and he uh, divorced because she got a job in New York City, and uh, you know they were three thousand miles
3: apart. And yeah. I'm
4: sure she got fed up with him because I. He probably, so
3: he starts dating Jennifer Seibel, right? But somewhere but then in there, they, he yeah. went to
4: be rippy Gidney.
3: So, I'm guessing he starts dating Jennifer Seibelt after the Rupee Rib, 2006, maybe. And in 2007, she's asking Weinstein, What do you think? I guess basically, can I trust him? I don't know what she's asking Weinstein, but she's apparently asking for advice what? on how to deal with uh, her yeah. husband's. Well, the way the defense is saying it, she wanted to ask him how to deal with the sex scandal. Basically, what the defense is saying is that uh, this woman was trying to help. Uh, her uh, her affair, her husband who had an affair with trying to get out of trouble with the with the with the public. That's the way I read this. Yeah, and she
4: was also said snarky things about about uh, Rippy Gidney.
3: Oh, she did. Yeah, oh, well. yeah, critical things of her because. But from far as we know, they were not dating at the time he had the affair with the campaign. Doesn't seem to be. I don't think so.
4: No. Unless you know, you never know. Sometimes uh, I mean, Newsom was hitting the booze pretty heavy back then.
3: He could have crossed so,
4: over. So you know what you know what happens with a relationship sometimes? Sometimes you go back for one more night, one more night. You get loaded. You call her up. You know, drunk dialing. There you And next thing you know, you're... Uh...
3: But you can see what the defense is trying to do. As far as Jane Doe number four, who's Jennifer Newsom is concerned, we have this email. She's asking the very man she claimed raped her two years earlier for advice on what to do with her cheating husband or cheating boyfriend at the time. Yeah. Now, that does seem really yeah, weird. Yeah. And and w- w- the, the, the
4: the what the lawyers do here and and this is kind of a correlation to the early me too command that you must believe all women and people were intimidated into going along with that for about 5 minutes until the Brett Kavanaugh situation yeah and and Julie Swetnick is claiming that Kavanaugh is organizing gang rapes right And then you realize, oh, I guess you can't believe all women because some people are crazy and they lie. or they And might you've got to
3: figure when it comes to these Hollywood types of all the accusers, some of them, and I think that's the case they're going to try to make here. That this was consensual. Now everybody's heard of the casting think, couch, think, and there are some women that go along with it in order to get the role, the okay. part, the but power. Think how horrific it is. Not must... all of them. Weinstein definitely sexually assaulted women. I think that's pretty clear from some of the uh, could, accusers. Could you accounts.
4: imagine a bigger horror than being underneath a a heaving, sweating, naked Harvey Weinstein? It'd
3: have to be a really good part in a movie.
4: That you know? that, that is such a horrific scene, and and and, and it was, and you, you get attacked. I mean, you, you're raped. You're uh, completely against your will, and then you call him a couple years later, and they say, "Well, you know, people react to these situations differently." It's like, no, I, I don't know if I'd buy that. I, I can't comprehend somebody calling up Harvey Weinstein. Or email. Or email. I, I I don't I don't I I mean, why didn't she report the rape right then and there?
3: No, if he's a disgusting pig, you have nothing to do with him further. If
4: not, okay. go to the police so, with your story. So, did it? Did, did the rape really happen? Was it really a rape? That's because what the defense
3: I, is trying to I, you know trying they, to make it sound like it was consensual, and
4: uh, they try to yeah. I mean, they, they, I mean these the, these Me Too uh, folks try to really sell a lot of implausible scenarios that I just can't get my mind around at all. Just completely can't accept it. That, so the it,
3: judge's it, ruling is that they can use the email but they cannot talk about Newsom's affair. Okay. So yeah, they can't they, go into detail about it. They're going to neuter Newsom. it and
4: say that she emailed for advice.
3: Pretty much, yes. But yeah, I I Boy, you
4: know. I no, I mean it should it should be about it, it was an email about sexual matters. It was email about Newsom having sexual Yeah, sex I think that has woman. to be
3: has to be included, so, right? That
4: attorney has to slip that in even if he gets hit over the head with a uh, with a gavel. <laughs>
3: All right. As soon as we come back, it's keyword time. Your chance at uh, what are we calling it? The inflation bonus. Yep. Johnny Ken KFI AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. After, after 430 news, when we come back, we'll play for you some of the amusing audio of people who got in there to make public comment at today's L.A. City Council meeting. It was conducted online. Zoom. It was not a live appearance by the council members, except for, as John mentioned earlier, this hour, Mitchell Farrell sat alone in the chamber with a big mask on his face. <laughs> trying to, well, trying to sell the COVID emergency. That's yeah. why they went to Zoom. <laughs> These people. I just said, so funny. They sound like moist line callers, but they you only get a minute. So some people made good use of their minute. You'll hear some of that audio after the news at 430. California is once again going to become the first state in the nation to do something. The first. They're going to require insurance companies to give discounts on insurance for people that make their homes and businesses safer from wildfires. I have mixed feelings on this. I don't know what the mechanism is to ensure that people just say, Well, sure, I cleared the vegetation. Sure, I installed a fire-resistant roof. Do you have to provide proof of uh, of these claims that you've mitigated the possible fire uh, damage because I did these things? I would think the insurance company is going to demand it. Yeah, I guess you could provide proof of purchasing some sort of. Well,
4: you you got to take pictures,
3: like fire-resistant roof. You probably probably pictures pictures. pictures of the roof,
4: pictures of the uh, brush being cleared uh, around the property.
3: Yeah, I mean, you... you usually get discounts from insurance companies. Do you have to provide proof even for car insurance? You put in for a discount for something? Do you have uh, to?
4: All right. For example, remember I told you we've got discounts. Yes, you've got discounts over the years, right? Right, for our kids' grades. We actually oh, they, had to. Did, had...
3: You have to submit their report cards? Yes. Oh, I didn't. Okay, I never asked that question. Then there's my answer. Yeah. Well, oh, little copies of them? and. You just, yeah, you you just copy them in email.
4: Oh. Used to fax them. Yeah.
3: And the idea was, because they get good grades, they'd be good drivers? Yes.
4: Well, statistically, that's what's proven. I mean, you you know, you got somebody with a 3.8 average. They're probably a better driver than somebody with a 1.6.
3: Well, according to the insurance commissioner, Ricardo Calfart Lara, I put that in there for you. Yeah. That's what you've always called him. Well,
4: yeah, he had the Calfart legislation years ago.
3: Don't vote for him. I don't think we have him on the voter guide, his opponent. No,
4: he's a loser.
3: By the way, I just started filling out more of my ballot. I haven't mailed it in, but I'm because a lot of people have questions about judges. One bit of advice, and we have a voter guide at KFIAM640.com, the John and Ken page. We didn't put the judges up there, but my advice to you avoid ones who are described as public defenders. Don't, <laughs> don't yeah. feed that. Yeah, right. Those are generally progressives. I can't say that about everybody on every ballot, but mostly. Otherwise, they'd be prosecutors. This is a. This, Gascon, who was a police officer and a DA, yeah, but he's bringing in all public defenders to be his deputy DAs and help him with cases. That's what we're going to get in the progressive justice system where uh, there's few consequences because that's what public defenders believe in.
4: If we lose the judges, then we're really screwed.
3: (laughs) I know. That's exactly what I'm afraid of. Yeah, you're actually right. That's actually a pretty important vote for people. Last line of defense. I, 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 I looked at mine. I... Didn't really do a lot of homework to look up the public defenders on my ballot to see if they are of that ilk. But um, for now, I'm not going to give them the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> so I voted for the other person who's often a deputy DA who was on the ballot or a former prosecutor of some kind. So uh, CalFart Lara says that only uh, less than half of insurance companies right now provide these types of discounts. You look in this story and you could imagine this would be the case. If you live in an area, and this is where I'm a little split on the story, where there is a pretty good chance of a dangerous wildfire, who would want to insure you? And if they did, don't you think the premiums would be high? Some people are well, saying I, that they're getting, they're getting quotes as much as $20,000 a year you for know, f- fire coverage. That's a message. Move. You, yeah, you're uh, not uh, worth the risk,
4: right? I mean, the insurance companies, they can't all go bankrupt. We can't have that happen. And they can't pay you, you know, five hundred thousand dollars every time your house burns down, and you unless don't...
3: they're collecting twenty thousand or more a year from you,
4: I mean, right? right? Exactly. But I, it's it's just simple math here, just for your own uh, your own uh, survival. If you get insurance <laughs> premiums <laughs> like that, that that's a sign you're living in the wrong place. We can't live everywhere.
3: And it's the insurance company's way of saying we'd rather just not cover you, so we'll make yeah. the premium so high you'll probably just say, ah. Uh...
4: Yeah, they would they would rather just ensure people whose homes are are never likely to burn
3: of no, course not 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 people but who they'll are, even take reasonable I mean, chance of burning or oh, rather you and, know neutral
4: and uh because of the stupid way the utilities in California have done business we have hardly any power lines underground you know what I was reading in Florida I was reading in Florida about neighborhoods who didn't suffer loss of power yes. And invariably, it's because the power lines were put underground in every case. Why didn't they lose power there? Oh, power lines underground. And that was true in neighborhood after neighborhood that had a modernized system. There shouldn't be. I I look at the power lines in front of my house and you have these old wooden poles. Looks like they were put up there in the 1940s, you know, with (laughs) spaghetti strands of all these, you know, like a dozen different wires connecting all the homes connecting to our house. What is this?
3: Dig a hole,
4: ladies underneath.
3: I have a neighbor who lives behind me, and they just uh, got told, I guess it was by the city, that they had to trim. They have this huge, bushy tree that was pushing up against the power lines that run over, I think, the telephone lines, too. But, I mean, what if there's a spark there that start with that oh, tree and just burn everything down? On
4: my block, there are trees intertwined with all the power lines. And, oh, that's in fact, not good. In front of my house, too. We
3: just looked at this a couple weeks ago. It's like, well, look at this. You know? And, <laughs> all right. Coming up next, uh, we'll go to the L.A. City Council. They held their meeting virtually today, you know, because of the COVID scare. Right. Uh, We have some of the audio. Johnny Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app.
0: Guys, If you've noticed that you're starting to lose your hair and you want to get your real hair back, listen up. My name's Aaron Marino. I'm the number one men's grooming expert on YouTube. And when it comes to hair loss and hair restoration, Bosley is the only company that I trust and I recommend to my guys when they're looking to get their confidence and their real hair back. The reason? It's simple. Bosley's been in the hair loss business for over 45 years. And when it comes to hair loss and hair restoration, experience matters. They've got expert doctors. They've got the latest technologies. And all it takes is a simple one-day procedure, and you are going to be on your way to rocking your confidence and your real hair once again. Guys, now is the time. Do not wait. If you're ready to get your confidence and your real hair back, I want you to grab the free information kit plus a $250 off gift card. When you text the word BOSS to 20320. That's BOSS, B-O-S-S, to 203203. Don't wait. Grab the free information kit plus a $250 off gift card. You want to get your real hair back? Now is the time. Text BOSS to 203203.
2: And now a special motorcycle weather report from Progressive.
4: Well, today you can expect lots of cloud cover with 0% chance of raining on your parade because you'll be riding your motorcycle vroom vroom. That rumbling low-pressure system beneath you
2: should give way to a relaxing commute and a sudden urge to take the scenic route everywhere you go because, dagnabbit, you're having fun out there. That's your forecast back to you. This has been a special motorcycle weather report from Progressive, where every day's a beautiful day to ride with coverage from America's number one motorcycle insurer. Get a quote today and see what you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Uh-oh.
3: Right. So it begins. Here's a headline: Air Force warplanes intercept a pair of Russian bombers near Alaska. They're coming. That's a, yep. It's only a few miles. Apparently, though, they did not believe it posed any threat. Do you think maybe they're just doing oh, well, a little? You,
4: hey, if there's a Russian practice? bomber, any Russian bomber is a threat. Of course, it is. You could have a mistake, an accident,
3: drop a nuke. Yeah. Russian 2 95 Bear H bombers were entered entered and operating within the Alaskan Air Defense Identification no. Zone. They were intercepted by a pair of F 16s. I guess they turned away. Something's going to blow. You think so, huh? Yeah, he's going to do something.
4: He's, he's, got a, he's got a losing hand. It's ne- never going to get better.
3: All right, Deborah Mark's coming to your bunker. How long does he. Uh...
2: Yeah, save some space for me, John. I don't really take up that much.
3: All right, it's so a it's an all meat menu.
2: No, <laughs> I'll bring some vegan stuff.
4: In fact, what do I have? Um, no, I ha- I have those little cans of food that you heat.
2: Oh no, I'll bring some vegan protein what? bars. Those
4: tin them. cans? Are yeah, them- the tin cans. No, and you have that little uh, that little all device that all that sorts of meat eats. mush inside, or- yeah, I don't I don't I forgot what's in it. I gotta bring a can, remember I gotta remind me to bring a can in. Why? You give it a taste. No,
3: I'm
5: not. And then
4: you'll and then you can decide whether you want to come to the bunker or no, not. No,
5: I'll bring my own food. Oh, we just don't have
3: room. She's gonna grow a little garden in your bunker. Oh, that's a
5: really good I should start growing it now
3: so yeah. that it, it'll be in full you, bloom
2: you, by the time I move you, in.
3: You better hurry up. Imagine I rent right your door with like bags of avocados. And it's like, oh
2: man. Here's some
5: bananas?
3: I think and gonna, oranges
5: and apples.
3: I'd run out into the nuclear blast. Uh, today, the L.A. City Council did do its meeting, uh, but they did it virtually. I like that word, virtually. It, it's like almost. It was almost a meeting. <laughs> almost they were a almost meeting. there. We were almost there in person. You can see us virtually. We were little avatars on the screen. Uh, they, they did it by Zoom or whatever they use. Um, they did elect a new city council president. Very exciting news. It's Paul Kokorian. Uh, do you care? I No, nobody cares. Nobody knows he's he's Armenian. So there's that identity politics. Well, remember they is he the first Armenian city council? They
4: insulted the Armenians. Remember,
3: Nuri Martinez. The Armenians took a hit in the recording too. That's right. Yeah, they uh, they had to make nice. So uh, so that means that it's uh, well, it's over for Mitchell Farrell, who may not even get reelected. You see, the Times endorsed his opponent, this Hugo Soto Martinez who there's a good case to be made that he might have something to do with the secret recordings. either recorded it or posted (laughs) the recordings are both. I think a good case was made by an L.A. magazine writer that uh, he's pretty close to this. Has he denied
4: that? I don't don't remember.
3: I think it was in the story that he did or somebody on his behalf. Oh, somebody on his behalf. (laughs) I I don't remember. I'm not going (laughs) to quote, but I thought I saw something in the story that he uh, denied it. Anyway, uh we're going to begin with uh, we'll begin with the uh, let's oh yeah cut 5 the pirate ship comparison. I, I again the point here is from most of the callers that Sedio uh, and KDL won't resign. Stop with the KDL. It's right here on the cut sheet. It says the, the, KDL. Just because what's his the name? Kevin De Leon is KDL. Kevin
4: it's Kevin Leon anyway.
3: Don't you want to be JCK? No, I don't. I gave away your middle initials. I don't talk in initials. I could be KRC. I don't talk in acronyms. Ray could be R and L. No. Uh, <laughs> we no, can't talk in initials. It's, it's, it's texting. It's the world where you have to shorten everything. I'm not in that world. But shouldn't Kevin be just KL? Uh, you're right. He's right. You're right. He was Kevin Leon. That's his he real put name. He put the DE in there yeah, to make fake. himself look more. That's right. It's fake. Well, I mean, play, play cut Good five. point.
1: I personally don't care who you decide to temporarily put at the helm of this pirate ship or who you eventually install as the new captain. The ship is cursed, so it doesn't matter who's in charge or even who the crew are. All who take positions on this pirate ship will be subjected to the corruption and debauchery that is the politics of L.A. City. All of this is just, you guys are in an illegitimate body. Um, All of you should really just resign and, you know, let the people live our lives here in Los Angeles. Um, you're a disgrace to, to everything and everybody here in Los Angeles. And, um, you know, you would just save your face and just leave, just quit, just stop. It's all stupid. So you can find uh, more about <laughs> like the Libertarian Party of Los Angeles County by U S. and peace, liberty, and justice for all. You you know, how about... Listen to these
3: people, don't they? uh, They they are more put together than the crowd that just walked up and yelled at them last week in person. Well,
4: there's several here, and they may have been calling from... I don't think
3: Big Money Griff got through on that. ...from
4: their jobs. Because some of those people who were screaming last week don't even have phones to call. That's why. (laughs) I mean, this is... You have to have a phone... uh, You have to have phone service to do this. Um, No, I like this idea. All, All of them quit. And and don't replace any of them. Just dissolve the city council and let us live our lives.
3: Okay, that's right. Well, they're, that's why he was libertarian. It's kind of like not, get the government out of your life.
4: It's like you're on your own. They're not providing any services anyway. So what does it matter? They're not getting the homeless off the street. They're not uh, getting. Uh, they're not stopping the criminals. They're they're, they're not teaching uh, at the schools very much. So why don't we just disband government? The whole thing.
3: We're going to move to cut one, see what this lady had to say.
5: It should not take scandal for this city to do the things that benefit this city. It shouldn't take that. We need to be proactive. Y'all need to listen more. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous in a city this size. We are the most underrepresented city in the entire nation. We're not a leader. We're in last
3: place.
5: Thank thank
3: you, Speaker. Now, it's, that's two clips we played today where they use the word underrepresented. But as you said, LA only has 15 council positions, and most large cities have many more. Each so I guess council they,
4: person represents 266,000 people. It's, it's, yes, but it's, in
3: some districts, only 100 of them are real voters. I
4: know.
3: <laughs> you want to play this woman that defends Kevin DeLeon again? Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Kevin Leon? Uh, yes. Play. I just want
5: to say I just agree with. Um, what's going on with Mr. Kevin DeLeon. Thank you, Mr. Kevin DeLeon for all you've done for the community of El Sereno. We know you are not how the media and your colleagues are trying to portray you. We support you, hundreds of us are uh, in hundreds. support of you. This seems like a political ambush to me, hip- hypocrisy at its finest. By this, I'm referring to the rest of the city council coming out on TV, saying what they're saying, they need to resign, not you. You and Mr. Sadi and Mr. Gil Sadil have done a lot for the community. Um, it seems like they waited for the perfect opportunity during uh, election time to release this unfortunate audio. You know, we all have bad moments, and we could all learn from this. Yeah. To the city council, throw the first stone if you've never had bad moments like this or right. said any un- un- inappropriate things. Thank you. Uh,
4: Thank you, Speaker. That's all I want. I want the tapes of all the other city council mm. members.
3: All the private conversations? Um, yeah,
4: all their private conversations. I want, you know, their homes should be bugged. Their cars should be bugged.
3: So this uh, be true of all public officials, you think?
4: Oh, yeah. You so know what's really going on? Well, you know why? Because uh, I, 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 this is. This, this, this private conversation thing, this this illegal taping, people being uh, chased and hounded over words they use, things they say in private is, is ridiculous. So why, why don't why don't we unleash all of it? Everybody. All, you know, all the celebrities, all the woe calls, all of them. You know, there's a real world, and I'm sick of tri- being told not to live in the real world, not to believe what I see with my own eyes and hear with my own
3: ears. You're being gaslighted all the time, aren't I,
4: I'm you? I'm so sick of it. It's it's like don't, whatever you're seeing, um, you can't you can't say what you're seeing. You have to uh, pretend you didn't see it. Uh, pretend you didn't hear it.
3: After five o'clock, we go to the community of Westchester in L.A. and uh, another one of these stories. A sign of the times. Apparently, they have to close. They're saying temporarily a senior center. Because of safety concerns? Any guesses as to what the safety concerns are dealing with? It is the vagrants. Remember they closed the Long Beach Library temporarily because of security concerns? We'll talk to a resident after the news at 5 o'clock about this story. And of course you have another chance for a keyword for money coming up at 520 John and Ken, KFI AM 640 Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, again, we'll be talking to a resident of the Westchester community of Los Angeles. Uh, let's see, whose council district is that? Oh, right, COVID Bonin. Mike Bonin's council district, they have, uh, temporarily closed a senior center in Westchester because of security concerns. Uh, Things like trash, illegal camping, and, uh, possible criminal activity going on in the parking lot.
4: That's what they should be spending uh, their council meetings on and their private uh, insult meetings. How about about cleaning up uh, this senior center so it can be used by the taxpayers?
3: Well, Paula will join us, a resident of the Westchester community, to talk about this sad development after the news at 5 o'clock. John, we got this uh, email. It's a great one. Uh, Jackpot. Dear winner, do you feel like a winner? I am Mackenzie Scott, ex-wife of Amazon founder and CEO Jeff Bezos. Mm. I'm donating four billion dollars to charities, individuals, and colleges across the globe from the Scotts Foundation to provide immediate support to people suffering economically economically from the COVID-19 pandemic. You are one of the lucky winners. <laughs> Wait do you hear the amount. I have a donation grant worth $1,850,000 for you and your community.
4: Wait, is this addressed to our show?
3: Yes. Yes. Oh. Came to the John and Ken show. Evening. So
4: the whole, uh, all of us on the program could share.
3: Well, it's for our community. So wouldn't we well, be giving to the listeners too? Yeah. No, no. no. listeners are not the John and Ken community? No, we are. So I get more than 350 bucks from the government now? Yes. Yeah, you, you would be a part of our community. Would Deborah have- Mark be part of this? I'd better. Yeah. Producer Ray, who else is in our community? Uh, we, uh, that's it. That's, that's it. That's five people. Contact me for more information if you are interested. Wow. Best regards. I mean, they've really capitalized. This woman apparently is giving away a lot of money. I You, read you, uh, you don't think that's, that's spam, do you? I, well, I'll give you the... Uh, it looks like the only way to r- respond... It's a very odd email address. Mackenzie Scott and in parentheses are oh. test at Nero.be. Oh. What uh, is that?
4: Dot B-E. That sounds like some foreign country.
3: <laughs> Nigeria? Uh
4: No. Let me see. It would be uh, B-E. Oh, you
3: could figure out where B-E is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Test at Nero. Bel- Belgium. Dot B-E-Belgium?
4: Yes. Scammers in Belgium? There's a scammer. Well, we don't know it's a scammer. Don't jump to conclusions. What I suggest is you click the <laughs> link and give oh, them yeah, your thanks. give them your social security number and then we'll know if it's uh, if it's Well, uh,
3: usually how this works is, John, you see, you're not hip on this. They want your bank account number so they can deposit right. the funds directly. Give them that too.
4: And Belgium's just where the IP address is. That who right. knows where it really is. Right. In fact, in yeah. fact, you give them your social security number and your bank account number and we'll let
3: you have a bigger share. That's very generous of you. Thank you. I'll consider the offer. All right. Crackpot. <laughs> what about Deborah Mark? You'll no, I mean, do this. No. Nah, nah. Yeah, no you got the money to lose. So
5: Oh, yeah, I have the money to lose. No, no, I mean Ken does. Oh, yeah, Ken does.
3: Yeah. You you're building a bunker. You have the money to lose clearly. <laughs> Mock me uh, all you want. You'll I see. You'll see. I got nowhere to go, but as you said I need to fly the exit bag anyway. Uh, this story was inevitable out of Florida in the wake of Hurricane Ian. There's been a spike in people with uh, Vibrio vulnificus. That is a species of bacteria found in warm, brackish, brackish, I like that word, brackish water. flesh eating bacteria. It's what it is, yes. Yeah. So you see the people that walked around in the flooded areas? Uh, yeah, don't do that. That's we found that out. Remember in Houston when they had that yeah. big hurricane and people uh, did that. Also people, came down a number of do, cases.
4: Do you know, I mean that that is a bacteria swamp, and it's it was flowing through neighborhoods.
3: And, the uh, infection can devolve quickly into necrotizing fasciitis, a rare condition that causes tissue breakdown, and does sometimes require amputation. Yeah. The word necrotizing, uh, that means death. It means <laughs> your skin cells die. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, it's coming through direct... Uh, you're, you're, oh, either through food or direct contact with contaminated water. Your, your skin turns black. So for people who thought it was cool to go out there and wade around, even if they yeah, were in well, boots, but some were wearing shorts that's and... That's
4: uh, Darwinism there. Uh, you better hope you don't have any uh, sores in I, the sensitive yeah. areas.
3: So if you go out there and you have an open wound or a cut or a scratch, it's going to find its way right into your body. See, if it enters the bloodstream, the bacteria can cause sepsis. Oh, yeah, because it was... Oh, yeah, the hurricane also caused sewage spills. Right, no. organ failure and death. Oh, you're walking around in feces? Blistering skin lesions.
4: <laughs> 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 wow. Don't go out in uh, floodwaters. No. Uh, uh.
3: Yeah. Early symptoms include fever and chills. Later stages: a drop in blood pressure, blistering skin lesions. Yeah, how about that, huh? That's sepsis, right?
4: Oh, warm water is the worst because uh, uh, most most of the uh, uh, flesh-eating uh, bacteria or the oh, what is it? It's the the brain-eating amoebas.
3: Yeah, that thrive
4: warm, in warm water. Yes, in 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 southern areas, lakes where the water oh. really gets uh, heated up, and you dive into a lake, and you get a snout full of
3: uh, brain-eating amoebas. Not good. All right, coming up next, our guest is going to be Paula. Paula lives in the Westchester neighborhood of Los Angeles, and uh, she was not happy to hear the announcement that they're shutting down a senior center because there are, well, there's uh, people camping out, a growing encampment that scared people away from the park, and the senior center is right there at Westchester Park. It's a safety issue. It's uh, that sniveling, sobbing Mike Bonin. Yeah, this is his district, and this is what happens. So we'll talk about it next. KFI AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app.
4: And Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom.